Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. If you have your Bible, hold it up. Been a long time since I said that here. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Tonight, I will be taught the uncompromised Word of God. My mind's alert. My heart's receptive. I'll not leave the same as I came in Jesus' name. And every time I come to Church on the Rock, my life and my faith Get stronger and stronger. Give God the praise. Which is tonight? Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, open your Bible tonight, if you would, with me to Ecclesiastics. Ecclesiastics chapter 3. Starting a brand new series and a brand new Wednesday night, right? Brand new series. Only on Wednesday night. We'll be teaching this on the weekends. So Wednesday nights, as you can see, will be different than on the weekend. So we'll be starting a series tonight that will go for a month. I want to talk to you about what do you do when you're in the wilderness? What to do in the wilderness? Can you say that with me? What to do in the wilderness? Now, the wilderness is a must if you and I are going to fulfill our calling. We can't avoid the wilderness seasons of our life. We can't run around them. We can't retreat from them. I guess we could, but it would only hinder our destiny. For you and I to get to the promised land, which is a type of our destiny and calling, we have to go through the wilderness. Now, what you and I do determines if we prolong it or shorten it, right? You know, we're going to look tonight, you know, in Deuteronomy in just a minute, but the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 1 it says that God wanted to take them through the wilderness, and it was an 11-day journey. But it took them 40 years. So they prolonged their wilderness season. It wasn't God's will for it to be 40 years. God wanted to take them through. And that's good to know. God will take you through the wilderness seasons of our life. But I just want you to know that that's a part of Christianity. That's a part of our walk with God, the wilderness seasons. Now, the wilderness season are those seasons in your walk with God when you can't hear God. You can't feel God. You feel stuck. The wilderness seasons of our life as Christians is where we feel dry. We feel stuck. We feel stagnant. Uh, The wilderness seasons of our life are the desert seasons of our life. Those seasons where it's dry, the seasons where we feel like we're not productive, we're not moving forward. Those seasons where we feel like that we're uh, honestly sometimes going backward or even think that God is mad at us or angry at us or punishing us because we feel like we're not making any headway or gaining any ground, we're not moving forward. But I've got good news for you in this series, amen. 
on what to do in the wilderness. Now, the team, they went back and they said, Pastor, you taught a series in 2017. Would that be six years ago? You did five Wednesday nights. This is way before COVID, remember? In that building. They said you did five Wednesday nights on what to do in the wilderness. Are you going to teach the same thing? I said, no. It's going to be a totally different angle than 2017. So you pray for me, okay? That God will give us revelation and that you and I are going to grow and come out better the next month as a result of our Wednesday night experiences together. What do you do in the wilderness? And again, the big idea is this, is the wilderness seasons of your life, the dry seasons of your life are a must to fulfill your calling and to reach your destiny. Type and shadow, just like the children of Israel, God led them into the wilderness to take them through an 11-day journey. It ended up because of their behavior for 40 years, okay? So we're going to learn from them what not to do. Amen, somebody? Okay, so the wilderness is necessary to fulfill my calling. Can we all say that on three? One, two, three. You have to know you have to know what you need to know. And tonight I want to give you seven things you need to know. Seven things you need to know so you won't quit in the desert seasons of your life. Seven things you need to know so you won't give up, so you won't quit, so you won't walk away from God and God's calling on your life. Seven things we need to know to make it through the wilderness and come out better on the other side, okay? So, uh, guys are going to help me. Let's go to the next page, guys, the next slide, okay? So, Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1, and here's what it says. To everything, everybody say everything. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Two words I want you to extract and write down if you're a note taker, and that is season and purpose. So in every season, there's a purpose. For every season you and I go through, and our life is made up of seasons, chapters, okay? And so we need to know that we're, whatever season you're in tonight, whatever season I'm in tonight, God has a purpose. God has a purpose for the season that we're in. It's not wasted time. The wilderness isn't to be a wasted time. The desert is not to be a time for me to drift, okay? God has our life made up of seasons. I think back, you know, uh, 19 years ago, 19 years ago, we were in this building. That building wasn't built yet, okay? We, we were in this building 19 years. We've been in that building 20 years, Okay. So I can think back when we were in this campus, the North Campus, and the seasons we went through as a congregation and a church. If you know that there's a purpose, a, a divinely directed purpose in whatever you're going through tonight, you'll get through it. When you understand it's not wasted years, it's not wasted months, it's not wasted weeks, it's not a wasted day, God would never waste anything. He said, redeem the time. So he's not going to waste your time. 
So I need to know my life is made up of seasons, and in every season, there's a purpose for that season. So say it with me, a purpose for every season of my life. God doesn't want to waste any season. Okay, so the next slide, guys, next slide. Okay, so number one, our life is made up of seasons. Okay, number two, every season has a purpose. So I need to know my life is made up of seasons. Number two, these are seven things I need to know. Every season has a purpose. Every season has a purpose. You heard Richard Roberts talk this last weekend about how our life is made up of three areas, right? You know, learning, you know, teaching, doing. Some say the first part of your life, you know, is seeking, and then it's success, and then it's significance. Well, we just need to know that our life is made up of seasons. And then we need to know, number two, every season has a purpose. Number three, seven things we need to know. Number three, there's a behavior required for every season. There's a behavior for every season. And the behavior that I respond with, with what I'm dealing with in that season, can shorten it or lengthen it. My behavior. You remember, uh, again, it was an 11-day journey. It took them 40 years. And we'll look at it next Wednesday night. But in 1 Corinthians, it tells us five things they did to lengthen it. And one of that was a sin. Another one was idolatry. Another one was sexual perversion. There were five things that the children of Israel did that took an 11-day journey in the wilderness and made it into 40 years. They responded with the wrong behavior. So there's a behavior for every season that I'm in, and I need to realize how I respond to what I'm in tonight determines if I lengthen it or shorten it. Because God has a purpose in this season. God wants me to get something out of it. Right? And see, this is all about, remember, the wilderness is required for you and I fulfilling our calling. It's all about, the wilderness season is all about preparing us and getting us ready for what God wants to do in the next season. Right? We're going to look at that. So there's a behavior for every season that can shorten it or lengthen it. Now, one of the five things they did was complain. We're working on the mic. We'll get it. We'll get it. But one of the things they did that kept them in the wilderness for 40 years was they complained. They complained. So you and I, if we, if we want to shorten the season we're in and get out what God wants out of us the wilderness season, we have to learn not to complain. Okay, praise the Lord. Number four, let's just move right along. Seven things we need to know. I have to learn the right behavior for that season. I have to learn the right behavior for that season. I have to learn the right behavior for that season. Okay, next slide, guys. All right, the wilderness season is where God is preparing us. The desert where you feel like you haven't heard God, haven't felt God. You feel like, where are you, God? We've all been there, right? 
We've all been there, seasons of our life. We said, we don't understand what's going on, God. What's happening here? I don't feel you like I used to feel. I don't hear you like I used. It doesn't seem like it used to be. God, where are you? We all go through those seasons, but that's a part of the process. The, the wilderness is a process, and the wilderness is, has a purpose in it. So the wilderness season or the desert seasons of our life is where God is preparing us for what he has promised us. Now, that right there was worth Wednesday night, 630. That right there. So, so tonight, don't, don't be discouraged. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't think God's mad at you or, or, or me. God is punishing us or abandoning us. God has a, a, a purpose for the season you're in tonight, and it's to do a work in you. It's to do a work in me. It's actually preparing us for everything he promised us. Right? And he's not a man that he should lie. And what he's promised, he will perform. But, Lord, why is it taking so long? You ever asked him that? I don't know if I want to ask him that anymore. Because he's waiting on us. Right? We're not really waiting on him. He's waiting on us to learn what we need to learn from the desert or the wilderness season we're in right now, that dry season, to learn what we need to learn, the behavior we need to respond with so he can promote us. So the wilderness, number five, seven things you need to know when you're in a wilderness season, a season where it's dry, a season where you haven't felt God, heard God, a season where you're wondering where has God been, what is God doing, a season where you're questioning everything. The wilderness season is where God is preparing us for what he had promised us. You know, I look back at the 19 years, our church life, in this campus, and it was all preparation for the last 20 on both campuses. It was all preparation. It was all preparation. So God's made us promises, but he can't give them to us until we're prepared to receive them. Destiny, dream, calling, ministry, vocation. So the wilderness season is where God is preparing us for what he has promised us. Next slide, guys. Okay, so Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, 2, and 3. Everybody still with me okay? Yeah. All right. So every commandment which I command you today you must be careful to observe it. So I want you to notice here, he's reminding them that in the wilderness, we should be learning obedience. That was worth coming to church, I'm telling you. So, so see, if I rebel when God asked me to do something, then I'm prolonging that season, that desert, that wilderness. Because in the wilderness, this is what he's referring to them. In the wilderness, he said, I wanted you to learn to obey the word, obey my commandments. So in the wilderness season, God is saying, even when you can't see my hand, trust my heart and obey me. You know, somebody said years ago, we obey our way through. We obey our way through. When you can't figure it out, you say, God, why is it taking so long? I haven't felt you. Lord, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. It's taking longer. All this stuff is happening. I'm dry. I'm struggling. I feel stuck. I don't feel like I'm making any progress. That's when we just simply keep obeying the word. Because the, the obedience will keep you moving forward. 
Okay? So every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to do it, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land, promised land, type of your destiny, my destiny, our calling, which the Lord swore to your fathers. So notice, he gave them a promise, but he was preparing them for what he had promised to them. Okay? And he's preparing them through a wilderness season, going through a desert chapter of your life. Don't give up in the desert chapters of your life. Don't quit. Don't compromise. But continue to do what you know is right. Okay? I have a quote that I said years ago that John Mason put in a book that if I keep doing what's right, I'll end up where I'm supposed to be. If I just keep doing what's right, I'll end up where I'm supposed to be. Okay? So, next, guys, next slide. Verse 2. And you shall remember. So, in the wilderness, uh, we're to be learning some things, and, and we're to learn obedience. That we obey God even when we don't understand it. We obey God even when our feelings don't want to. Spirit, soul, and body. Even when our flesh doesn't want to. That obedience moves us forward. Obedience takes us closer to our calling, our destiny, our dream, and our goals that God has for us. But then here's another thing. He said, I want you to remember. Now, he's referring back to them back in Egypt when they came out and back in the wilderness. He said, I want you to remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. So he's saying, remember, I want you to remember how I provided for you and protected you. Didn't he protect them? What what was it, a pillar of fire at night and a pillar of cloud by day so the sun couldn't scorch them? So the wilderness season, God's actually protecting you. Oh, I hope you got that. You say, Pastor, how can he be doing that from wrong people, wrong circumstances, wrong events, wrong timing? right? Wrong decisions. So the wilderness, he's not only preparing us, but he's protecting us and providing for us. We're learning to trust in his provision, okay? So he wants us to remember, you know, and I can't, I, I can't, every time I come into this building, I, it brings back memories, right, Steve? This brings back so many memories. I'm, I'm sitting back there in the green room here, and tonight I'm just sitting there about six o'clock, and I'm remembering and I'm remembering sitting back there with Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, right back there. And I remember we're ta- I'm talking to Brother Copeland and Gloria, and over here's Hilton Sutton, over there's Charles Capps, over here's Creflo Dollar. We're sitting back there in the prep room. All those people have been on this platform. And the list goes on and on and on. And I was just thanking God, praising God for longevity, for stability. I was just thanking God for legacy. I was just thanking God for heritage. I was just praising God. And thank God, Jerry Savelle. You know, the list goes on and on and on and on of the greats that have stood on this platform down through the years. And I was just remembering, just remembering. There's power in remembering, right? So he doesn't want us to forget. He wants us to remember, okay, in the wilderness. So when you're in the wilderness, remember God's protection. Remember God's provision, Remember God's care for you and how he has watched over you and how he has led you. He said, I'll lead you if you'll let me in the wilderness, right? So another thing in the wilderness, that season, 
is you're learning how to be led by the Holy Spirit. You're learning how to hear God's voice. Uh, you're learning how to remember and be even greater a level of thankfulness. Uh, you're learning obedience. You're learning that there's no shortcuts. There's no compromise. I can't play games with God. You're learning all of that. We're learning obedience. We're learning to trust God, to hear God, to be led by his voice when we can't feel him. When we don't hear him, we, we look at his word. And that's him talking to us anyway. Am I helping anybody tonight? Uh, this whole month, not on the weekends, only on Wednesday night, this whole month, what do you do when you're going through a dry season? What do you do when you're going through a time where you haven't felt God for a long time, heard God for a long time, not like it used to be, wondering why? God, where are you? What's going on here? This wilderness, I feel lost. What's going We're finding out this whole month that I tell you, at the end of the month, you're going to be stronger. You'll be closer to God. You're going to understand, okay? So uh, look what he says. You shall remember the Lord your God who led you, so we're learning to be led by the Holy Spirit, led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to what? To humble you. So uh, the, the, the time and the season, and there's a purpose in every season. So in the wilderness, he's teaching us humility. He wants to teach us humility. It, 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 when you and I are going through and, and we can't figure it out, our network can't figure it out, our net worth is not enough, we can't feel God, we don't hear God, we're wondering why, that's the time where God's teaching us humility. And humility is a magnet. Humility is a magnet. It will attract the favor of God, the goodness of God, the promotion of God. It will cause you to get closer to God. Doesn't the Bible say in Isaiah 57, 15, it says he dwells with those of a contrite and humble spirit. So during the wilderness, we're supposed to get closer to God because we're learning humility. We're going to work on these seven points, okay, the whole month. But I just wanted to throw it out to you today. And you'll remember that the Lord your God led you all the way through these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you. So he wants to teach us humility and get rid of the pride in our life. Get rid of that attitude, I know it all. I've been there, done that. A superior religious mindset. He's wanting to get rid of those wrong, stinking, thinking, religious ideas that hinder what he wants to do in our life. So he teaches us humility, and look what else, and to test you. So the wilderness is a time that not only are we learning obedience... We're learning to be led by the Holy Spirit. We're learning what humility is. And then he's testing you and me in the wilderness. We're finding out what kind of behavior do we need to have. You know what I mean by that? There have been seasons in your life where you had to stand up, be courageous and bold. Another time you had to be more, you know, quiet and listen. You know what I'm talking about? There have been seasons in your life you had to stand up for your family and be aggressive in the spiritual realm. Other times you didn't have to be so aggressive on that, on the authority of the believer. All these things, it's just different in each season. There's a purpose, and there's a behavior for every season. But he says here that he's going to test you to know what is your, your heart. Now, you and I both know he already knows what's in our heart, but we don't, right? It's called self-awareness. 
self-awareness. Tomorrow night, this campus, Stephen Starr leads Celebrate Recovery, and that's all about discovering, discovering instead of denial. It's all about facing up and discovering self-aware. A lot of people aren't self-aware. They'll say, they'll hear something, oh, that's for them, or that's for him, or that's for her, or they should be here. Well, God has us here. You know, and so, so the wilderness is the time we become self-aware of the errors of our life. We need to adjust, correct, and change the wilderness season of our life. Wow. So the wilderness season of your life is not really a plateau. When the devil says you've plateaued, you're not making any progress, you can tell him he's a liar. His pants will soon be on fire because we know what's happening. God's preparing us for what he promised to us. God's polishing us, God's testing us, God's pruning us, God's teaching us humility. He's teaching us how to obey him, even when we, we don't want to, don't feel like it. We're finding out the value of being willing and obedient. You'll eat the good of the land, right? So it's a testing time to know what's in your heart. Again, he knows everything about us. It's we who don't know what's in our heart. And we need to, we need to search our heart, right? And we need to find out what are those attitudes that are holding us back from what God wants to do in our life? What, what, what are those mindsets? What's those traditions? What's the belief system? What's that things that I need to get out of my heart so God can promote me and give to me what he promised me? Yeah, okay. That didn't go over too good, Lord, but we'll work on that in the next month. So to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. The, the, the wilderness season, that dry season, that desert season, is a time when we learn not to compromise with the culture. We learn to be courageous and bold, find out what we believe, and stand up for it. Notice whether you're going to keep the commandment or not. Am I going to be reliable? And am I going to remain faithful? And am I going to remain diligent? Or am I going to get bitter and angry on how long it's taking, why it hasn't happened, everybody else is surpassing me, why me, God? Where are you, God? Wrong behavior. Wrong behavior. It doesn't work, God. It doesn't work. Pastor teaches it, but it just doesn't work. Wrong behavior. Wrong behavior. Okay? Jealousy, wrong behavior. Envy, wrong behavior. Bitterness, wrong behavior. Anger, wrong behavior. Come on, somebody. Gossip, wrong behavior. Okay? The wilderness is where we learn how what's the right behavior. It was an 11-day journey. It took them 40 years because of the wrong behavior for the season they're in. And if I realize tonight that the season that I'm in right now, God has a purpose for this season, and it's connected to future promises, that helps me get my act together. Is that for you too? Okay, can we have a praise break? Glory to God. So... And you will remember that the Lord your God, he led you. He was faithful all these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you, teach us humility. It's a magnet to test you, to find out what's in your heart. So we would become self-aware of, of the attitudes and the habits in our life we need to change and see if you would compromise or not. Stay faithful and true. Next slide, guys. Verse 3. So he humbled you. He allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna. He allowed you to hunger 
and he fed you with manna. What do you get from that, Pastor? He allowed you, he humbled you. We got that. He wants to teach us humility. That's a magnet. Humility attracts God's presence, God's provision, God's favor. All that God has, humility attracts that. Okay? Lifelong learner, being teachable. Okay? And then he allowed you to hunger, but he fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. He did that so that you might know that man shall not live by bread alone, but lives by every word, the Bible, or one-year Bible, that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now, let me extract one big idea and thought. In the wilderness, God isn't going to give you what you want. Is it working better? I think it is. It sounds better too, guys. You're doing this. In the wilderness, God's not going to give us what we want. They didn't want manna. Manna was bread, okay? Little white pieces of bread. They didn't want manna. God didn't give them what they wanted. God gave them what they needed. So in the wilderness, God's not going to give us what we want. God's going to give us what we need. So in the next season, we can get what he wants for our life, which is much better than what we want. That was a mouthful. Did you get that? In the wilderness, God's not going to give you what you want. He's going to give you what you need. Character building. Character building. He's going to work on our character in the wilderness. God's going to give you what you need, not what you want, so that he can give you what he wants in the next season of your life. That right there is helping me straighten my act up right there. Because God's ways are higher than our ways. God wants to do more for you than you want to do for yourself. God's always better. God's way is the best. Amen. God's way is the best, right? So for me to have God's best, then I got to allow him to give me what I need and not what I want. I need to grow up. I need to change. I need to walk the love walk. I need to forgive. I need to let it drop. I need to learn to stop worrying. I need to stop talking negative. I need. He's going to give me what I need and not what I want. So the next season, I'm prepared for what he's promised for me, what he wants to give me, which is abundant life, which is pressed down, shaking together, running over. Everybody say, I'm blessed. blessed. Amen. Okay. So y'all get that there? Oh, and then look, he, he, in, the, in the wilderness, in the desert, it, that you learn to realize that what the most important thing is, is not in the natural. It's the supernatural. It's the word of God. In the wilderness, he wants you to learn to love and lean and learn and do his word. That, you know, Job said, Job, in the book of Job, he said, I prize your word more than honey. I prize your word more than anything else. So in the wilderness, God wants us to learn, lean, look, love, and get into our one-year Bible. In the wilderness. 
Because notice he said, you'll, you'll live not by bread alone, that's natural, material, but by every word, that would be the Bible, the word of God, by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So in the wilderness, he wants us to get in the word. Not run from it, not doubt it, not, not question it, but get into it. And ask him for a love for it. Ask him for, to give us a greater desire to get in the word of God because it's the word that will strengthen you. The, the wilderness season is designed to strengthen your spirit. So watch this. Wrong behavior tonight if I'm dry is to stay out of the word. If I'm dry tonight, right behavior is get in the word like never before because the word will strengthen your spirit and will no longer then be dry, stagnant, or stuck. And then God says, that's a right behavior. You didn't draw away from church. You didn't draw away from serving in a dry season, wondering why God didn't do it. Why is it taking so long? You didn't draw away from the word, but you pressed into the word. You pressed into church, serving, fellowship, community. That's the right behavior. Can we have a praise break? Come on, let's thank God. Wow. So... He humbled you, and he allowed you to hunger. So that he fed you with manna, what they needed, not what they wanted, which you did not know, and your fathers had never seen that before, that he might make you know that man shall not live by natural things, but live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Okay? Next slide, guys. We doing okay? I'm just about done. This is number six. Out of seven things we need to know, God is working on my humility. Humility is a magnet. Got to get rid of that pride. Pride is a sin. What's the middle letter in sin? I. Middle letter in pride? I. Pride comes before a fall. Six things, seven things God hangs in Proverbs. On that list is pride. So God's wanting to remove pride from us, false pride, in a wilderness, dry, desert season. We're learning how to be led by the Spirit. We're learning obedience. We're learning humility. We're, we're learning all these things. We're learning to trust and have a hunger for the Word. We're learning to be self-aware. We're learning to open our heart. We're, we're learning all these things. So it's not a wasted season. It's a time where He's preparing you for everything He promised you in your future. But if I respond with the wrong behavior, I prolong that coming to pass in my life. Number seven, as the team comes back, God is testing me for me to become self-aware of what I really need in my life. You know, your children a lot of times will come to you as they're growing up telling you what they want, but you want to give them what they need if you want to raise them right, correct? Same way with God. Because he wants us to grow up, he doesn't always give us what we want. He gives us what we need. And the wilderness is a time when he's trying to get our attention. Trying to get our attention. Seven things you need to know what to do in a wilderness season of your life. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts 
to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.